And now, welcome with me to the show. He is the Polk County Live Theater Guy, John Fedkew. John, welcome, my friend. Welcome, and thank you for having me as usual. It's great to see everybody. Hey, oh, yeah. John. Absolutely. Hey, Lynn, Lynn, I don't want to start this like we did last week, but uh, John's hat was a good choice, I think, this, this week, I think. I made a good choice. It's backwards. It's what backwards. is it? It's backwards. I can't see what it is. The Buccaneers, oh, baby. He's got a Bucks hat on. Go so. Bucks. Well, right. that's so a can, good choice. We can start John. off nice. Yeah, starts us off really well. <laughs> Go Bucks. Uh, they, <laughs> I learned my they, lesson. They have a difficult when. task. They have a difficult task <laughs> this weekend. Lesson. Yes, they do. Uh, they have to play a, a a middle of December game in Lambeau, yes. Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be cold. Uh, oh, maybe it'll snow. Cold. I love when they play in the snow and they're running back and forth. And but you know what? A Florida team probably doesn't love it so much. No, probably not. But I uh, do. Despite the fact <laughs> that some of those uh, guys probably played in snow in college. Uh, but uh, anyway. But their blood gets thinner the longer they stay down south, you know. So they I say. can't handle the so cold. So they say. Anyway, right. it's great to be here. Thanks for having me, everyone. Um as usual, what I like to do is I just like to remind everybody of what's playing this week uh, in the live theater world of Polk County. Uh, theater Winter Haven, their second stage, uh, is still running the best Christmas pageant ever. Uh, tickets were selling actually really fast for that, so I'm not Ooh. sure if this weekend is sold out or not, but that's going on this weekend. Okay. A funny thing happened on the way to the Forum. Theater Winter Haven, the main stage. I believe this is their last week of live performances. So if you haven't seen that and you want to get out, that's a good one to go see. A lot of fun, very energetic. Uh, and as a farce, Len mentioned it, that the timing of the acting and the comedy is spot on. They did a they did a great job no, I, with I, that production. Nice. I, I, I have to ask you, this is kind of a, a, a strange question, but it seems like Theater Winter Haven seems to put on a production uh, for a longer period of time, maybe a week or two weeks extra than most other places. And, and if you were going to see a play, would you expect uh, performance number one to be the, the exact same as the final performance four mm -hmm. weeks later? No. Uh, or which one, where Where should you attend? Should you go like at the beginning, go in the middle, or go at the end when they're tired of it. That's, I don't know. I, it's a great. I'm asking. I'm. I'm just asking. I don't know because I've never done a production production for that long. Um, the only the, the longest I ever was in a production we had it one weekend where there was a Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday performance. That's the longest I've ever been. And a lot of the plays I were in, uh, I was in, was just a one time. It's it's a great question, and I'm glad you brought it up because I did want to mention it. Uh, two things. Number one, Theater Winter Haven, their main stage productions, they run an additional day longer per weekend. So they run Thursday through Sunday with the mm. Sunday matinees, and then they run four weekends. Okay. Oh. Uh, LCT, Lakeland Community Theater, I still believe is running three weekends. Here's what's interesting with theater, especially versus film. Okay. Yeah. What do they do with film? They hype it up. They hype it up. They hype it up. It doesn't matter how bad the movie is, unless it's <laughs> yeah. really bad and they want the tax write-off like uh, yeah. Bad Girl, and they shut it down. Uh, but they hype it up, and they hype it up because they know that once the movie gets out there and word of mouth kicks in, they're not sure what's going to happen. It can go either direction, all right? And yeah. Sometimes you hype it up, and, and the goods are met, right? And yep. the movie gets good word of mouth, and it gets what's called legs, and... Makes a lot of money and everybody's happy. 
a lot of times what happens is you get that big first weekend and after that oh, yeah. everything just you know dissolves it's it's weird cuz some of the movies that have been released recently uh, have had some of the largest second week drop offs oh yes you've noticed yeah. yes yes yeah. and and that's what happens mm. that you know the hype machine is there to deceive and and God bless marketing. I wish I had a marketer for my production company. It's a different story. <laughs> but uh, they do a phenomenal job of pulling the wool over our eyes, and then we lose our $11 at the theater and go, oh, God, I'm not going to do that again. We line up and do it again a month later. Yep. With that being said, theater is actually supposed to get better mm-hmm. with yeah. each passing show. Yep. Okay. Okay, number one. And number two, the box office is actually supposed to grow. So it's the total opposite of film. Mm-hmm. Whereas film has that anticipation, theater, oddly enough, is supposed to work in reverse where you can market it and you can hype it and you can get it out there. And that's good. Don't misunderstand. That's good. Yeah. But really, as the show progresses, it's supposed to get the show's supposed to get better and better. Word of mouth is supposed to run farther and attendance is, is to increase. Oh, Good morning. Yeah. You're on Paul County Live. Who's this? James from Auburn. Hey, hey James, James, what's up? Uh, I had, when I was my younger years, I'd say when I was in seventh grade, I was had the honor to be good enough to be able to play in the Lakeland Little Theater's musical Promises, Promises. Aww. And it was a wonderful experience to be in the pit orchestra with all these professionals. And But my question is this, uh, these musicals like Promises, Promises, the older ones, do they ever come around again? Oh, yeah, they've been doing And so. I'll hang up and listen to your response. Thanks, James. So that's a great question, and... My answer is is no, <laughs> and I and I'm sorry to say that James, um, you know, it's not to hurt feelings or anything like that. But what we primarily see out of the bigger theaters, the ones with the high budgets and and can, you know, get great production design and 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 run for you know four weeks in a row, is they do a lot more off Broadway stuff that's popular. Yeah. Then when they run their second stage or what's called edge performances, whether it's a stage reading or whether it's just a smaller cast in a smaller venue, what they'll do is they'll find some of the fringe material that is popular, but it's not broad-based. So the audience you're going to get for a funny thing happened on the way to the forum, right, which is, what, 60 years old? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was 1966. Yet it had its leg, it has its legs, okay, Mm -hmm. and it's a farce, so it's what's called an evergreen, which means it's perpetual in interest, that's why they bring it back, Mm -hmm. that's going to have much more behind it than something like Pillow Man, which is an extremely dark and controversial play, but it was popular, and so... The smaller stuff, the edgier stuff, they're going to put in the smaller venues or the smaller stages or carry the smaller cast. And then the bigger stuff, they're going to get out there for the mainstream. But a lot of it, though, I mean, bottom line, what you're you're basically saying is a theater is going to put on a play that it can afford to pay the rights to. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So absolutely. That's but then also the bottom line. But then also be able to create some sort of drive to show interest and, and make money also because they have yeah. to right have to right. maintain at the same time. Right. So it's yeah. managing. It is. It's yeah. it's you know the the most offensive thing you can say to an artist is it's a business. That's yeah. where a lot of artists just, you know, woo. You know, yeah. it's like you just ran over the dog when you say that. But yeah. that's the reality of the situation. And so 
the bigger theaters with the bigger budgets are going to bring in those productions, SpongeBob SquarePants, Grease, Mamma Mia. They're going to bring in those shows that are going to generate the big ticket sales and, you know, give everybody a good time. And and I'm not against that. You know, mm, I, yeah. I, I like that. I, I, I like populism. I like Alfred Hitchcock to bring it back to film. Mm. And somebody once said to me, well, he was a populist. Mm. Okay, great. Yeah. That's wonderful. <laughs> he makes things I want to see. And, and a lot of people want to see. So he's popular. I think that that's great. So anyway, unfortunately, some of those older shows, they've, I'm not going to say they've gone the way of the dodo. When you take the choice between something that you know is going to get you 300 tickets a night versus something that's kind of been, you know, out of commission for, for 10, 20 years, they're going to go with what's going to generate that ticket sale. So exactly. Yeah. yeah and, like even though that you're saying that like it, it can get, it can get better throughout the run, the, the run dates, but it's also like they need to make sure that that's most likely going to happen. It's going to, we're going to have people show up for the show. Yeah. You know, so, you know, yeah, you I love watching. You don't want right to say here. it's a business, but at the same time, it's like, it's a balancing act between it is, you know, we it need is. to make money and we want to have a great time and we want to have you guys, you know, do stuff that you love doing. Well, so. I was saying it's great because yeah. I like going multiple nights because then you see it progress and get better and then each show is different. Yes. So you might have, one version of the show being played on Monday, but then by the time you get to Friday, it's completely different. It's but also by the watch, end of the run, you know? they've got they got they it. got better. But yeah, they've, they've, well, that's but, what but, happened but to actors, us every right. time. Actor, I think uh, yeah. actors uh, um, want to be technically correct. As Absolutely. Well, yeah. Yeah. well by the so, time we especially got on stage, ours, man, it was good. You know. <laughs> yes. There you go. Yes, it was. Support County Live Talk Radio 96.7. John FedQ is our theater guy. Now, John. Yes, uh, sir. Have you started up a, a web presence for this uh, iteration of yourself yet? or No, not oh, yet. Yeah. I've been thinking about that. So that is on my mind. It's just maybe getting time to pull the trigger. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, don't kill anybody when you do it. I will. I, 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 I will. I will uh, put a link on our Facebook page later to this segment that just happened, and so people can listen to it on our podcast. So. Beautiful. Appreciate oh, it. Lenick and Lorianne here, along with John FedQ. He is the Polk County Live Theater guy. Uh, so, what else you got for us this morning, John? So, in in the world of film, um, yes. I think everybody knows that the new Willy Wonka movie is. Opening this weekend. Today, which, right? Yes, sir. Today, yeah, because IHOP has purple pancakes. Excellent. And and it <laughs> continues to illustrate that Hollywood has essentially run out of ideas. Yes. And so they keep yeah. running back to the mill. And, and We say that all the time. And it's true. And and sometimes that's okay and sometimes it's not. But, not. but uh, for those of you that love Willy Wonka and can't get enough, uh, there's a new iteration out there and, and, and that's opening for you big this weekend. Does that make three? Yes, I believe that is yes. the third iteration at this point. But this is a prequel. Oh, to so it is before. Oh, yes. see, oh, that's okay. Yeah. That's different. It's when they remake uh, the exact same movie. I'm like, why will, do we have to we do We will this see again? if it's okay. Well, yeah, we'll I mean, see. it could go really bad or it could be really good. But either way, yeah. at least it's a different movie. Apparently, sort so of. is he playing Gene a younger Grant version of Gene Wilder or a younger version of Johnny Depp? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we <laughs> talked about this a while ago. He's actually combining the two, we I were, think he said. We were saying that he, melded it. he, from an interview, he said that he liked the Gene Wilder movie more. Oh, yeah, of course and it's he better. he grew up on that one. So he said that he was, like, kind of trying to imitate that, that Willy Wonka versus the 
strange albino looking yes. Johnny Depp Willy Wonka. J- Johnny, so, that was Johnny, weird. Johnny Depp's. I uh, like Johnny Depp, but that was a weird movie. That was a weird so. movie. Well, Johnny Depp's characterization of Willy Wonka was based on his relationship with Marilyn Manson. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And when you understand that, it probably makes less sense why he would move in that direction, <laughs> yeah. but he did. And as usual, it was his eccentric character that everybody loved. And but, again, we're but, going back to the mill on this But one. also, like, with the Willy Wonka one, the Johnny Depp version of the movie, that was more based off of the the book yes. versus, oh, right. the versus the Gene Wilder, Wilder one. Wilder one. Because the it was Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, the yes. book. It wasn't Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, the book. So it was a, a little bit more towards the book than than otherwise. So that's correct. Yes. So along with that, uh, I actually did see the new anime film, The Boy and the Heron. So I'm not sure if everyone mm-hmm. is familiar with that. Um, believe it or not, they were expecting a large box office return on that. And, and from what I've read so far, it's, it's been a little disappointing. Hayo, it's an animated, you said? It is. It's Japanese oh, okay. anime. Oh, okay. And the writer-director is a man named Hayo Miyazaki. And mm. for those of you who are anime fans, what? forgive me if I butchered that name. But this is I think the, you said it right. I think you said it correctly. This is the man behind Spirited Away, which oh, yeah. is really popular. Ponyo, which is really popular. You know, when you look at his accomplishments in this field, mm. um, he's he's he is the man. Mm-hmm. He actually retired uh, in 2012 and then couldn't stay retired and came back. And so, anyway, oh. <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. All right, so if you're so into that good? kind of stuff, you can it, go see it. And that's the key, Len. Here's the bottom line: Pink Floyd's "The Wall." Makes so much sense when compared to the boy in the harem. Uh, okay, so okay. Good. there you go. So it wasn't good. <laughs> that is a great uh, summation. I like that. I like the wall, but I love the album and I knew the story. Uh, so. Absolutely. Funny. Yeah, it is Polk County Live. Uh, John Fedke, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, every Friday, 730. <laughs>